The ABCs of recovering from setbacks in your business is the topic for today's episode. You are listening to the Champion Hustle Podcast. Play to succeed in business and in life. Featuring Levi Hunsaker and Ryan Black. Hello and welcome to the Champion Hustle Podcast. This is episode number 22. My name is Ryan Black. And I'm Levi Hunsaker. How you doing today, Ryan? Doing awesome. Happy to be with you, Levi. It's always good to be with you, and it's always good to be with you, our listeners, as well. Yes. Welcome, friends from around the globe. Great to be with you guys. Today, we're excited. The topic is one that really hits home to us because, well, we are very experienced in the area of setbacks (laughs) and failures, and so we're very qualified to talk about this topic. Before we dive in, though, we do want to give you guys a quick reminder that we've got our seven-day quick start boot camp available on our website absolutely free seven full days of interactive training all you got to do is go throw your email in there and you'll start receiving that training from us championhustle.com is the place to go for our seven day quick start boot camp now today we've got setbacks right setbacks is something that every business owner faces you are going to have failures. You are going to have things that don't go your way. The difference though, between the successful entrepreneur and the one who becomes one of those statistics of the people who have failed within X number of years is those who are empowered by their setbacks and those who are crushed. And that's what we wanna help you guys today is understand, kind of take you through a process and uh, you know the ABCs. Levi, why are you calling it the ABCs of recovery? I like to call it the ABCs because what we're gonna do is we're gonna take you start to to finish ABC wise through how to go from where you are in your setback to getting to where you want to be. And and I love that you were talking about focusing on letting your failures empower you to success. Because I like to say if you are not um, having setbacks or failures in your business, I kind of think you're not trying hard enough. And that's that's maybe a little bit of tough love, but you're not taking Absolutely risks. If, yeah. if you're not taking risks to push that business forward and it's you're just playing it safe, I'm going to challenge you to look at where you could take that next risk. Calculated risk, but take a risk. And that that may pan out to be nothing. You may fall flat on your face. And guess what? That is okay. Yeah, it absolutely is something that, you know, we all have those setbacks. And so, yeah, if you're not having them, <laughs> try harder. You're not trying hard enough. <laughs> now, what we want you guys to do with us here is uh, now that, you know, half the listeners have <laughs> turned this off because I just offended them. <laughs> but you're not. You got it. You got it. You want to have setbacks. And so we try to keep it real with you guys. I hope that uh, you can feel the love that we're sending your way. What we want you to do is wherever you're at, we want you to think right now. Think about one of your most recent setbacks that you have had in your business, right? So think about something that's happened and identify that because we want you, as we're going through the different steps, we want you actually in your mind to be going through them with us and and applying them, applying those principles to your specific situation. So rather than just hearing it, we want you guys to, to kind of play along with us. So. We'll give you a second, think about that, identify recent setback. It should be easy to think of because it's fresh and it hurts. (laughs) So what's a setback that you've had? Identify it, 
And then now let's work through that with you. All right, so the first one that we're gonna jump into is acknowledge, the A. And a, a lot of times people don't realize that even a setback, they're going through a grief process. Um, just like someone that, that has lost someone that they care about, they not to say that a setback in your business is even on the same level as losing someone that you care about, but the process of healing emotionally and recovering is very similar. You're gonna go through the five stages of grief. The first one that you're gonna go through is denial. You're just gonna kind of pretend like it's not happening. And this is the ostrich syndrome, right? You're gonna bury your head in the sand, you're just gonna ignore the problem and hope it goes away. But guess what, it doesn't. It's still there when you pull your head out. Um, the second one is gonna be anger. And this can be maybe bad for anybody who is around you at the time because you're gonna be upset. And make sure that you, as you go through that stage of that grief that you aren't taking it out on the people that you care about just because they're the ones close by. And, and that's not always easy because you're feeling what you're feeling and you need to give, your space, so you give yourself space to feel that emotion so that you can work through it. Um, the next one's gonna be bargaining, just trying to figure out, hey, is there a solution, something that you can do? And then the next one, this is where a lot of people get stuck, is in the depression stage. And it, it's okay to feel that depression, to feel the negativity a little bit, a little bit of that negativity, because you need to, to acknowledge it and recognize it and that it happened and be okay with it. And then the last one is that you're gonna accept it. Now, what we're gonna be talking about today is how to shorten that period of depression and, and really the first four stages to shorten that period so that you can get to acceptance faster and move on. Yeah, because the idea here is, is you don't want to be sitting at a pity party, right? Oh, woe is me, this happened. Definitely not. Get through those five stages, get to acceptance. The faster you can do that, the faster it's going to empower you moving forward to learn and grow from the experience and to make lemonade out of the lemons, right? So I love that. Acknowledging so important. The next one is B, breathe. Now this one is one for me that I struggle with. My wife is constantly reminding me, <laughs> Breathe, breathe, because um, <laughs> she's like, okay, breathe in, breathe out, because I, I unconsciously, like I stop myself from breathing. And, and so I've really been working on that recently and focusing on, you know, taking deep breaths and really controlling and becoming a present to breathing and what's happening in my body with my breath. And it definitely can make a, it makes a change. It makes a physiological change in your body when you take deep breaths. And that goes right along with, uh, you know, some other methodologies like meditation, yoga. Um, you know, there's different things that you can do to be able to calm your body down and get yourself into a different, a calm, more relaxed state. If you're agitated, if you're, I mean, I've had even this week in, in my business, man, I had a couple of doozies. I had a couple of doozies and I could feel my blood pressure, my heart rate, everything was just and I was like ready to punch someone and and I'm like wait I gotta breathe and so I got there relaxed started meditating did the breaths calmed down and I'm like you know what it's all good because it's all about taking that breath to you know because in those moments we're so focused on what might have been oh this could have happened that could have happened whatever it didn't happen focus on the now 
become present, focus on the breathing, and you will absolutely see. A, and sometimes you, know, you might be able to affect a change in 30 seconds. It might take you five minutes. It might take you 10 minutes. It depends on how, you know, how much control you have over your emotions. But by doing that, breathing absolutely makes a difference. Awesome. Thanks, Ryan. So now we have gone into an acceptance. We're breathing. We're getting centered. The next thing that we're going to do is it's time to make a choice. Now, the choice that we're going to make is do you want to be a victim or do you want to be a victor? It's a choice. We make this choice every single day. Do we want things to happen to us or do we want to be in control of our emotions, in control of our actions, and decide how we are going to present ourselves and move ourselves forward? It's all a choice. When we believe that somebody else can make us feel a certain way, we've given away our power. So you choose right now in this situation that you're dealing with your, your recent setback, are you a victim or are you going to be the victor? And, and actually, I'm going to rephrase that. Are you the victor now, today, right now? Make that choice. Well, and, and once you've made that choice, which is so important because it is a choice, whether you're a victim or a victor depends on you, your decision. You then have to, to, to define, right? That's the next step is define what happened. And we've actually talked about this in prior episodes. We talked about mindset and separating what happened and what it means. But you got to look at it pragmatically and say, okay, what happened in the situation? What are the facts, right? You don't, there, there's, there, there are different outcomes or repercussions from what happened and different effects and consequences and feelings and everything else, but focus just solely on what happened, right? Look at the facts, what happened? Because once you do that, then you can go to the next step. Yeah, I love that because we all have facts in our lives and we all have beliefs and we have to be able to separate those facts and beliefs so that we can go into the, this step of E, evaluation. So the first thing you're gonna ask yourself is, what was it in your control? Did you have power to change it? Or was it you did what you could and it just didn't work out? So that's the first step, is focus on the things that you can control. And then you're gonna start asking yourself, okay, I'm here right now, I'm present in this moment. What are the positive things that came out of this situation? What went well? What was, what was really great? And I'm going to actually say you want to make sure that this, as you list it out, no matter how many items you list on any of these, these steps, your positives should have one more, at least one more than your negatives. Because we're going to focus on the positive things, not the negative things. You're going to start training your brain to be positive with the habits that you create. And we're going to start right here listing positives. And that's why we're going to start with positives. Second thing is we're going to take the negatives and we're going to say, okay, what are some things that could have been, I could have been different, done differently that are in my control. And remember that that should be at least one less than all of the positives that you listed. And, and don't just list out all the negatives, but what are the negatives that could have had the biggest impact for change? And then the, the last thing that you're going to do, I, I love this phrase. And it, I'm going to say it in a very specific way uh, because I've learned it from one of my mentors, JT DeBolt. And um, it's, it's very specific training for your brain. The question is, what might I do differently? 
you're gonna say might because there's power, there's strength in might because you have power and strength. And you're asking yourself a question. You're, you're giving yourself permission to solve a problem. So what might I do differently? What might you do differently the next time? And how are you gonna do that going forward? I really like that. What might I do differently? There's such a power. Well, as, as we learned in uh, last week's episode, right? When we, yes. we were with Ali talking about NLP, words mean things and they actually have, <laughs> can control what happens. What might I do? What, what might and, I And it's do not just that words mean things. It's the ordering that you place words in and how you phrase it to yourself has power as well because it's training your brain, programming your brain to find the solution have power and control and go to take action. That is awesome. I love that. I'm going to write that down. What might I do differently? Because <laughs> I, I know I could use that every day. <laughs> I have a lot of those opportunities. So, and, and I like that you, that you bring that up because it, it ties in perfectly to, to the next point, which is F, find someone to talk to. Because so many times you mentioned it was one of your mentors that, that taught you that principle. You know, it's it's so important to have that outside perspective, to have somebody else who can see things that you can't see, that can kind of be your your um, you know your coach in the corner of the of the ring, as it were, that can support you and guide you, and you know identify your weaknesses when you don't see them, and emphasize your strong points, and just give you that unique outside perspective. And sometimes. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're weary of talking to somebody else because maybe embarrassment, maybe, you know, we're, we're concerned about looking good and we don't want other people to see that we have a weakness or failure or setback, or we're concerned about judgment or, I mean, there's a lot of different reasons why, you know, we say, I don't want to talk to somebody, or we just are not comfortable in talking about, um, our feelings or, or whatever. So, so crucially important to be able to overcome the fear overcome that whatever that roadblock is and say you know what i'm going to find somebody and you know you you'll figure out who that right person is that can be a set of ears right to listen and to provide some feedback and be able to hopefully provide you with a, a different perspective that you didn't see and uh and that will be very very empowering moving forward because what happened happened the setback's over like there's nothing you can do about it now it's over you're simply recounting what happened historically, and now let's figure out how to change it moving forward. And that outside perspective can make a world of a difference. Absolutely. So that's that's great. And it's, it's not always easy to talk to that outside person, but it is definitely a very powerful thing. So uh, as an entrepreneur, one of the things that we've got to do is get comfortable, or yeah, get comfortable being uncomfortable. To realize that oh, yeah. we're going to be uncomfortable a lot and just embrace being uncomfortable. <laughs> Give it a big hug. Well, and so, <laughs> so I want to, I want to touch on that real quick. You bring up an interesting point because psychologically we don't want to be uncomfortable. We will always take the path of least resistance, but what's interesting or ironic is, is that so many people prefer to stay in their uncomfort or discomfort you know, maybe it's a job that they hate with a boss that just drives them insane, right? They're uncomfortable and they don't like it, but they prefer that level of discomfort because the perceived discomfort 
of making a change is greater than the current discomfort they are feeling. And so that is, I mean, that really is a deep topic of perceived discomfort and actual discomfort and and realigning those in order to be able to affect a change in yourself or in your business or in your life. So yeah, it is a very important principle. That's the bonus uh, the bonus tip for the day. <laughs> what Levi just said. Bonus. You've got to get you've got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because that is one of the keys to success in life. So sorry. Back to our no, topic. No, again. it's all good. I, I love it, Ryan. So thanks for throwing that, that in there because it, it really is true. Um, we need to venture outside of what we know to be able to continue to grow. Yeah. It, it's a must. So, all right. So the next one we're going to talk about today, G, is gratitude. Now, there's tons of studies on this. We're not going to get into the details of why or how. You're always welcome to, to go use the other G word, Google to find those studies and read about it, but there there are physical, physiological changes that happen in your brain and your body when you exercise consistent gratitude. And as you do that, um, over time, your entire perception, attitude, outlook changes by gratitude. So what I would encourage you to do is have a gratitude journal. Write down at least three. If you really wanna accelerate, go to 10. 10 items a day on what you are grateful for and even better if you never repeat. Can you do that for a whole month? Can you do that for six months? Can you do that for a year? Try it out and see what that does for you. And the second thing that goes along with gratitude and and these go hand in hand is forgiveness. Now forgiveness is an amazing principle and it's not necessarily about whether the other person thinks they're wrong. It's about you. Being able to forgive someone means that you are not holding that negative energy in yourself any longer. You just let it go. And how you get to decide when you forgive someone. So the question is, how much pain do you want to allow the other person to control you with versus you taking back your control and letting it go. Yeah, yeah, forgiveness, true forgiveness, once you understand that principle, is extremely liberating. <laughs> it, is, it is a game changer, absolutely. And, and, that's, and it's sad when you see people who, who are unforgiving and that suffer for years or decades or lifetimes, right, without forgiving, holding on to grudges, oh, I can't forgive because this reason or that reason or the person you know that, that, that did whatever it is that they did the wrongdoing they don't feel bad doesn't matter forgiveness is all about you and liberating yourself and like you said releasing their control over you so and absolutely absolutely and that applies. doesn't necessarily mean that you forget it no. means that you forgive you you can remember the lessons you learned and that doesn't even mean that necessarily you would maybe want to do business with them in the future but you're just letting the past go and let it be the past. Learn your lessons and and move forward. Yeah, absolutely. There's I learned from from one of my mentors a uh, a principle that there are two types of forgiveness. You've got forgiveness with a handshake and forgiveness with a hug, right? <laughs> and so uh, if you're married, I would advise you to do the forgiveness with a hug <laughs> option <laughs> because otherwise things might not go very well for you. 
Um, but, uh, but as far as in business, right? I mean, I've had different challenges in business over the years. There've been some things that were required me to have some forgiveness with a handshake, right? Where there's no longer any ill will. I would not choose to do business with, uh, with that individual again, but there's truly, I, once I forgiven, you know, you move on. So, uh, it definitely is a, is a powerful business principle of forgiveness. You know, the go, going along with, with gratitude and forgiveness leads us into our next point, which is a question that you really want to ask yourself. You know, asking the right questions will lead to empowering answers. And so the question is, how did this experience help me? Um, a couple months ago, I posted on Facebook uh, I, a question to the effect of, uh, why are you grateful for COVID? And the majority of the responses were very positive. <laughs> People were, oh, like this and this and that. But there was a couple people that, man, it was like I just unleashed, I don't know what. And they were just livid that I would attribute positivity to something that they defined as such, such a negative thing. Now, I wasn't, uh, it was, most people got it. They understood it. But there was a couple folks who just didn't. And I tried to explain in kind words, look, this is what we're doing here. They still didn't get it. But the, the thing is, is regardless of what it is, and you could, you could apply this to anything. In this, in this instance, we're talking about business. Okay, the experience happened. Obviously, there were negative consequences from that. It was a setback. But how did this experience help me? Once, and that's why this goes hand in hand with gratitude. Once you can truly identify and say, you know what? Maybe the only benefit I got was I learned something new. I learned what not to do, right? But the experience has to have helped you in some way. If you're unable to identify that, that's what keeps you in that depression mode. That's what keeps you in that anger mode because you are a victim. So, but if you're saying, you know what? I am not pleased that this happened. You know, this just killed this part of my business or set me back this much in revenue or it's gonna, you know, huge challenge for me to work through. Okay, ask yourself, how did it help you? You have to identify a way that you've learned from it, that it benefited you, because it did. And if you're like, I can't think of any way, then you go back to step six, find someone to talk to. <laughs> Ask them, and they can help you identify. Because sometimes, truly, we are too close to the situation, and our emotions cloud our, our vision. And so if you're so just so wired that you're like, I can't identify anything, find somebody else, and I bet they can help you identify, well, you know what? This came from it, and this and this and this. And more than, before you know it, you'll have all these different ideas of, while you still may feel, I wish this never happened, that's cool, no problem with that. You'll be able to say, at least these are the benefits that, that uh, were produced from this, uh, from this setback. Yeah, and I, I love getting into those questions, getting into that curiosity and letting your brain start to think instead of shutting down. And the word you use in there is experience. So what is the difference between knowledge and wisdom? Experience. Mm -hmm. And if you are going through life having experiences or what could be an experience and you choose not to learn anything from it, then it's, it's worthless. You, you've wasted that part of your life. So instead, look for the experience and the wisdom that you can gain from it and take that and leave the rest. So Awesome. All right, uh, let's go into I, intention. Now, when you started this whole journey, you had a purpose. 
you had an intention. And when you show up with intention every single day, it's a lot harder to get knocked off the rails. And as, as you get back up from a setback, you have to realign that attention, make sure you're refocused on that intention, and really understand who it is you're trying to serve, what it is that you're trying to accomplish, and let that put you back on the right path. Yeah, that's the first step. And, and once you have identified what that intention is, then you go to the next step, which is just get up. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> just stand up and keep moving forward, right? Because the, the powerful principle is, is when we've all heard of, uh, of inertia, right? No, what is it? Newton's, which law Newton's is law it? law of inertia, what? yeah. Yeah, uh, Newton's, Newton's law of inertia. An object at now rest. Now you're taking stays me back to seventh grade science, and I should know this because I've been helping my daughter with it. <laughs> yeah, but I can't remember. An object at rest stays at rest unless acted on by an opposing force, and an object in motion retains its motion. You get, it. you know what I'm talking about, right? It's been a long time since I was in school, but that that principle of inertia is uh, is very powerful, and so we need to create that initial motion. And, and as we do create that motion, that motion creates emotion and, and vice versa. Emotion creates motion, motion creates emotion. And so sometimes you just got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and go. <laughs> but if you can go through this quick enough, it's going to be able to happen where that setback, it's like, okay, that's good. We're not going to cry over spilt milk. Stand up, move forward. Let's create motion because the faster that you create that motion, the faster it's no longer going to affect you negatively because now you're focused on future productivity, future growth, future everything else instead of wallowing in the past of what just happened. Awesome. So so that is the first step. You're, you're getting up. You're doing something positive. The next step, K know that you are a champion and now this this show it's all about be champion hustle creating your champion lifestyle creating the vision that you want and turning that into reality and it all centers around confidence you know we, we've talked about this a little bit in the past the success cycle of action to results mm -hmm. to confidence and and just repeating that cycle where this step, knowing deep in your core who you are and what you're accomplishing, going back to that intention, knowing that you can do this. You just have to make some little adjustments. And if you're expecting perfection, you're really kidding yourself, right? Because there's no way that you're going to be able to you know, get a hole in one every time. It's not gonna happen. We celebrate the failures, we fail forward, and we move on. And knowing your ability, your capacity as a champion, well, that will give you the confidence. And I know that failing hurts confidence. I experienced that a lot. <laughs> I get it. But what I've found is that over time, after you fail so many times, the failures do start creating confidence because then you absolutely know for a fact what doesn't work. And you're not afraid of the unknown because it's like, oh, well, I've already failed like these 500 different ways. So if that's, <laughs> no, seriously, if that situation comes up again, Dude, I've got it. I got right. it because I know exactly Absolutely. how to resolve it because I've already failed at it. So that's very empowering. And, you know, it, it goes into L, which is our next one, learning what you can do differently next time. Right. As we learn from those prior experiences, it gives us experience. It is like a roadmap or a guide to say, look, next time 
do this other thing. And while even the next time you may still get it wrong, but now you know two things that don't work. But the, the key is, is we must learn from our own mistakes. There's two ways of learning in life, anything, whether you're you know, talking about business or real estate or relationships or whatever, you either learn from your own mistakes or you learn from the mistakes of others. That's why people go to school, right? Where they study is because they want to learn from other people's mistakes who have already walked down that road instead of making their own school, right? School of education or the school of life. You take your pick. And so by learning from your own mistakes, obviously that will reduce the probability that you will make them again. So you got to learn from what you've done, accept it, and then simply just keep going. Yeah. And, and part of that learning phase may be realizing that you need some additional skills before you continue on. And so you may realize that, okay, I'm going to go learn these new things that are going to help me along the way. And now you, everything is realigning back into your vision and your intention, but you know what you got to do going forward. And that leads us to M, which is move forward. It's time to, to get going, take action, get this going in your business, take everything that you have brought through this process of starting with acceptance all the way to learning and let's go put it into place and do something about it. And once you've got that movement and you're in motion, last but not least, good old N, never give up. Never give up. The difference, I've been in business a long time. I have met so many entrepreneurs, many successful ones, and many who have failed. The key, one of the key differences of why people have succeeded over fail, over, over being failures and, and then just you know collapsing and disappearing is the ones who give up. You, if you just dive in and dig in and keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, learn, from, you know, follow these steps, learn from each setback, those are the people who eventually are the quote unquote overnight successes, right? What people don't realize are all of the mountain of failures that are behind that final success. And that's because they didn't give up. So just like I ain't given up, I know Levi's not given up, we would, would Never hope to up. inspire you guys, don't give up, right? There might, you might need, need to make some adjustments, to make some tweaks, right? Follow the steps, get that outside perspective, figure out, follow your vision, follow your mission, make sure you're headed in the right direction, Re reprogram, brainwash yourself. Everything that we talk about in this podcast, in the different episodes, in and of itself, and a single episode is is a, you know, a single unit, right? It's got the information. But if you look episode after episode after episode and see everything as one continuous conversation, you will, you will see so much more power in the information that we're sharing. Because it does, while it is separate, it does all tie together in one larger, grander conversation, which if you wanna see that, that, that benefit in your business and in your life, I would invite you to look at it from that way. See it as a continuing series rather than separate random conversations because it is a continuation and it all plays one thing to the other, to the other, to the other. It all blends into one magical, powerful recipe for driving success in business and in life. Absolutely. And, and remember, guys, this, these ABCs, it, it's a process. You're going to go through this and the first time it may be slow and that's okay because it's your process, but as long as you are working on yourself every single day, you don't have to 
worry about comparing yourself to anybody else. It's about you and your improvement and your growth. But as you continue doing this process over and over and over and practice these principles, you will get better and better at it. And that is where the speed of recovery is gonna come back in so that you can have a setback and get right back up and moving as fast as you want it to be. Amen. And we'll be there to support you guys. You know, we really hope that you guys are all in different businesses, different backgrounds. Our our goal here is to be able to support you in whatever business that you are involved with so that you can grow and take it to the next level, overcome those obstacles and truly realize the goals and the objectives that you're trying to accomplish in business and in life. And on that vein, I'm going to remind you guys one more time. We've got our boot camp, seven day quick start boot camp, absolutely free on our website, championhustle.com. Go check it out, throw your email in there, and you'll you'll receive our interactive trainings that uh, where we'll be able to be up close and personal with you and, and really go through and kind of deep dive into your business and hopefully, you know, create some change and some benefit for you and your business moving forward. So go check that out. Remember to go like and subscribe. Whatever way you like to listen to our podcast, whether it's on Facebook, YouTube, or any of the podcast directories, like and subscribe so that you don't miss our next episode coming to you. And what that's going to be is we're going to be talking about the partner that every business owner and entrepreneur needs in their corner. It's a powerful, powerful partner. You're not going to want to miss it. We're going to talk about it next week. We'll see you then. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Champion Hustle podcast. For more great content and to join our online community, visit us at championhustle.com. Mm-hmm.